The coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping you up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Hello and happy Friday. This is Annalisa Trofimuk, a government reporter with the Herald and Review. I hope you all had a great week and that you're able to take some time to relax today. It looks like today's high is going to be 72 degrees, which sounds absolutely lovely. Today's podcast includes how area schools are handling their graduation ceremonies. We have some regional COVID-19 developments along with the latest state and Macon County numbers. All of the reporting mentioned today can be found in the print editions of the Herald and Review and online at herald-review.com. There is no paywall for coronavirus coverage, so the articles are free to read. Today's resource highlight is on how to make a face mask. There's an article on our website that walks you through the steps using household items, including a bandana or scarf, hair ties or rubber bands, and a coffee filter. You do not need to know how to sew to make a face mask, and it is much easier than you think. In local news, editor Allison Petty reported yesterday that Decatur City Council on Monday will consider making it a legal requirement to wear face masks in certain circumstances to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The rules would come through an amendment to city code that outlines when masks would be required. The move comes as Governor J.B. Pritzker has ordered Illinois residents to wear masks in public when social distancing is not possible starting today. In a memo to the city council, city manager Scott Wrighton wrote that the city code change was being recommended in light of Pritzker's order and because of a general desire to prevent the spread of the disease. Allison, in her story, goes into what could happen if residents were to disobey the order. You can read the rest of the story for free online at herald-interview.com. Reporter Valerie Wells looked into what local schools are doing for their graduations since in-person ceremonies are banned statewide for the time being. Decatur schools have tentatively scheduled in-person ceremonies for July 25th, provided the state will allow gatherings by then, said Superintendent Paul Frigo. The district has shifted to planning a virtual celebration in late May and will announce details when they are finalized. The LSA High School initially planned on holding a video ceremony, allowing each graduate to be filmed one at a time with family members, but Val reports that school officials are now considering holding off until July for a potential in-person graduation. Following suit are other local schools. Moroa Forsyth has set graduation for 7 p.m. July 31st, provided the state will allow it. Warrensburg-Latham schools are also working on plans for a virtual ceremony and July in-person event. Argena Oriana High School principal Sean German said the school was hoping to create a video to be shared on the previously scheduled graduation date of May 22nd with an in-person event to be scheduled later in the summer. One new positive case of COVID-19 was reported in Christian County, according to a statement from the Christian Montgomery County Emergency Management Agency. Reporter Garrett Carson writes, data reported as of 5 p.m. Wednesday shows 29 total positive tests four deaths, and 278 negative tests in Christian County. In Montgomery County, 25 positive tests, one death, and 345 negative tests have been confirmed. 
Our sister paper, The Pantograph, reported a 22-year-old DeWitt County woman who has COVID-19 works in healthcare settings in both Decatur and Clinton, the county health administrator clarified Thursday. Dave Remert, administrator at Pyatt DeWitt Bi-County Health Department, initially identified the patient on Wednesday as working in Decatur, but said Thursday she has secondary employment at Liberty Village in Clinton. He previously said the woman had contact with a second DeWitt County patient who also works at a Decatur healthcare site. A man in his 60s who lived at Fairhaven Senior Living Nursing Home is the 12th Macon County person with COVID-19 to die, officials said. The county's joint crisis communication team announced the death in a statement Thursday. Officials are not releasing the name. The group on Wednesday said COVID-19 cases in the county totaled 110 and that 17 people have been released from isolation. 76 are in home isolation and 6 are hospitalized. The two largest age demographics of confirmed cases are people in their 80s and people in their 30s. The bulk of cases, nearly 71%, are women. So that concludes today's podcast. If you haven't already, please consider one of our subscription options. Subscribers allow us to continue reporting important news in our community. Thank you all so much for listening.